Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Unit. Today, uh, I am back for another Ask a Nurse episode, but it's a pretty special one because we have not only the Self-Care Unit's amazing co-hosts, Sarah and Carly, with me, but also the lovely Nikki Alvarez on the podcast. Nikki is a nurse who is also extremely popular on TikTok and Instagram, where she discusses work-life balance, her experience with nursing, and uh, most importantly for today's episode, her use of reading as a stress relief tool. Uh, If you couldn't tell, we're going to focus on that last one. Um, This is an episode all about reading and books. So first off, thank you for being here, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Great. Um, Well, before we get started, I, I will also like to make a note that we are recording on Valentine's Day. So uh, how's everybody doing? Doing good. No, no Valentine's Day plans. Okay. We are homebodies, so <laughs> we might order takeout or something and watch Million Dollar Listing or American Dad and <laughs> relax. And that's our love. That's our love language. Clean the house, you know, get the clutter away. Yep. <laughs> that's us. Yep. Yeah. My fiance has PA school clinical today. Oh, okay. Oh, kind of a bummer. Yeah, good for him. So not a day full of love. Yeah, but yeah, that's intense. Yeah, it's intense. I am very. But love that you have someone. How is that date, marry or dating or being engaged to? (laughs) Sorry, someone who's in the medical field. Um. Well, I think I don't know. So we've been dating like eight years. So we dated way before either of us were in the medical field. So, um, you know, he's still in school, but right now it's, it's kind of nice because now, like now that he's in clinical and he sees how it is, he can understand more like what I'm talking about, like my day at work. Um, he can like relate to it more and he understands like, um, the struggles, but, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting because we went from like two people who had no idea about anything, medicine or healthcare or anything like that. And now we're both in the field and he still wanted to go into it after like seeing everything I went through with COVID. So um, <laughs> that was good, I guess. Mm. Well, that gives us all hope, you know, that people are still going into these fields, right. even though it's a goddamn mess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I love that. That is nice to hear. I, uh, So did you like start right around COVID or? Yeah, yeah. I graduated in um, the, yeah, I graduated in May of 2019. Um, I started in the ER in New York City in July. And then we had like, you know, classroom stuff. And I wasn't on the unit until like October. So it was really only in the ER for like four or five months before we started seeing the first, uh, the first patients and New York city was kind of like where it all began. So it was pretty crazy, yep. but I figure now, like, since that's how I started, like it could only get better from there. <laughs> like yeah. rock bottom can only get better. Yeah. So yeah. since then it's been yeah. kind of chill. The bar is in hell. Yeah. yeah. Nikki, that gives me chills. Like what a way to start your nursing career. And even so like those four to five months, were a gift, right? They prepared you at least to be able to support your colleagues with a little bit of experience before things went completely out of whack. And I'm sure you've been like a supporter to everyone that's new since then. And you had at least a little bit of insight of what it was like BC before COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, I feel like us nurses that started beforehand and then went into it, it's like we have like, there's like COVID nurse age. <laughs> Each year that you worked as a COVID nurse, <laughs> yeah. you age like 10 years. Well, yeah. Like I can't believe that I've only been a nurse for three and a half years. It feels like it's been at least 10. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> So <laughs> Carly, what are you doing? What are your plans? Uh, we don't have any. I, we talked about this in our last Ask a Nurse, but I, I'm not like, I don't want to say anti-Valentine's Day because I love people and I love love, but I, we just, we just don't celebrate it. We're both like quality time, um, love language people. So we just like hanging out with each other and that's kind of important to us more than like gifts and material things. But I brought him coffee this morning from Starbucks. So that's, there we go. Aw. <laughs> gift giving i love that <laughs> that's nice. gift giving that's a love language too yeah all right well i think we can get into it then um glad everybody's doing pretty well uh so as i said we are carly's very excited about this topic <laughs> because we're yes. talking all about books she's brought she's brought it up numerous times um but i think <laughs> i want to just open up the floor to you guys um and why do you think people, and I will put it to specifically nurses, um, so often go to reading as a form of stress relief. I kind of like always joke around like this is like where like the dark humor of being a nurse comes in that all of us know so well. But I kind of always joke around how it's like a form of escapism and how like work can be super traumatic and very like emotionally charged. And you see like these like horrendous things but you have to have this level of like disconnect and it can be like really dehumanizing in a way because in order to survive this job you do have to disconnect from a lot of like the emotions and you some things like you can't help like you'll feel and it's good to feel some things but if you truly let every single situation like affect your emotional well-being like you would never you would just never make it um and sometimes it could feel really like dehumanizing to witness something traumatic and not have those emotions and it's nice to kind of you know leave work and kind of like immerse yourself in these stories and allow yourself to now have these emotions over things that happen to these characters and it kind of makes you feel like more connected to like yourself and be like oh I'm not cold-hearted like I actually can still feel these all these things um and it also is just a way to kind of like escape like the reality of the world because the world is a pretty shitty place sometimes if we're going to be quite honest and I think especially for me like I love fantasy books like I all the magic all the like alternate reality stuff like whatever it could be furthest away from the reality we're living in now I absolutely love and I just love like immersing myself in to these stories and it just like it's a really good way to you know feel your emotions and kind of disconnect from everything going on around you and just kind of like relax and like feel good yeah you said that so beautifully mm-hmm and that's exactly what I would say. And I had a feeling you're you're a fiction fiction girly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantasy. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I I definitely have a soft spot for dystopian topics and it's hard when dystopia 
slowly starts to become more like our reality now. And I'm just like, you know, this is supposed to be really far-fetched, but God, this is like literally what's happening. (laughs) Like right now we have UFOs everywhere, (laughs) you know, no one knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Entire airspace closed. (laughs) What's going on there? And I'm just like, I'm trying to escape. And somehow I feel like this is my life. <laughs> it's getting a little too close for comfort. Yeah, like the last of us and all the disease. It's like, mm, it's a little too close for home. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, that was exactly what I was thinking about, Carly, is like how quickly society can just collapse. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? what? Like, I would hope to be on like a plane when it happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, no. Just, <laughs> crash. And then, like it. Peace out. <laughs> Akon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll colonize exactly. a space. <laughs> a space. A planet. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. That's why I like fantasy too. Yeah. I can't do dystopian either. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely like used to be able to. Now it's hitting a little too close yeah. to home. Like, the first episode yeah. of The Last of Us, I started having, like, a little bit of, like, chest pain and anxiety, and I was like, this would not have been here a few years ago. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this. 100%. Like, I have chills from you saying that, because I'm like, is this just me being dramatic, or is this, like, P- CPTSD? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> probably the latter. <laughs> we all need some therapy. That's fine. We support that here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like, um, I can't do the dystopian because I, especially I can't do zombies. So I'm not watching that show. Like, I just don't. I'm, <laughs> fighting. I'm like, not, not my thing. But I do, I do like, I was like a science fiction. And uh, I, my favorite books are the like, the like Tina Fey or Amy Poehler, like memoir type books. Like, I guess it's a memoir. I don't know. I don't, is it not a biography or a memoir? What's the difference? Uh, I just like those I have ones. No idea. Um, I would say memoir. Yeah. yeah. I just like I that that one book, Bossy Pants, is still like one of my favorites. So I was a big fan of that one. <laughs> no, I just kind of recently got introduced to that genre through Jeanette McCurdy's oh, book. Oh yeah. yeah, I read that one. I'm glad. I'm glad my mom died, and and I have been doing audiobooks because I just can't sit down anymore and just read, which is a problem. But the audiobooks have helped, especially because most of my free time is when I'm like in an airport or on an airplane or driving. And so listening to audiobooks is the best. And so she reads it herself and it gets really emotional in some parts. And it's essentially her kind of unpacking childhood trauma through being a child actress and how she definitely didn't want to start that career at six years old and didn't really want it for herself how her mother kind of pushed her through it and her deep, deep love for her mother juxtaposed with how her mother was essentially harming her. Also trigger warning for anyone with eating disorder history, but just an excellent memoir, heartbreaking story, but beautifully written and also really funny too. She somehow makes it lighthearted the way she tells her story. And it was actually one of my first times reading a memoir format or listening to a memoir format. And it's definitely, I don't know, it's nice to hear storytelling from a person's life and how, you know, how you can retell your life and it can 
be something that so many people can identify with um, or kind of make you think introspectively about yourself. And I think it's therapeutic almost kind of like what Nikki said about fantasy. You get lost in a story and characters and it can be a way to escape, but also reading um, the stories of other people can help you identify things within yourself that maybe you wouldn't have thought of before or open up a conversation within yourself that you maybe needed to have. So excellent memoir for anyone who is looking for something new. There's a reason it's on the bestseller list right now because it is really art artfully done. Yeah, I agree. I listened to that one on Audible as well and it was really, really powerful. I don't know how you guys do audiobooks. My brain is just like literally everywhere else if I don't have the book in my hand and can reread sentences. I tried Lord Mm. of the Rings audiobook, which probably wasn't my best decision, but I, I was like, wait, did I just, I just missed that. I was like putting fate, like makeup on or something. Like I just don't <laughs> have it. Yeah. I'm not a good audio learner. I learned that in school. So I don't know why I thought books yeah. would be different, but yeah, I have my Kindle and I have my hard copies and that's what we stick with for now. <laughs> so you, you use a Kindle. That's cool. I do the audiobooks when I'm like actively doing something else. Like when I'm driving, I find the audiobooks are like perfect. Mm. Um, but if I'm like home, like I cannot like be just like doing nothing and listening to the audiobook because I get too distracted. Yeah. yeah I feel that. That makes sense. I feel the same way, Nikki. Yeah. yeah. And like the genre, it depends. Like I'll listen to a lot of self-help type books, like your Simon Sinek and your Brene Brown. I'll listen to that in audio form before I read it, if that makes yeah. sense. But I feel like fantasy, I want it to be in my hands and I want to read yeah, it. Yeah, and they yeah. all have those Sorry. badass maps and stuff too. Like, oh, the maps <laughs> are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, where are we at again? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes I wish uh, my girlfriend is a very big reader. Sometimes I wish she would use a Kindle on occasion because we had to <laughs> take a bookshelf my parents were moving and I was like, can I have your old bookshelf? Because we're running out of space. <laughs> Books. We have so many. The Kindle is ridiculous because I have a Kindle and I read on the Kindle all the time. But then if I like the book, I still buy the book. A hundred percent, girl. I know. <laughs> because it's nice to have your own little library. Yeah. Yeah. Bridget, Bridget has like three copies of her favorite book because there's like a collector's edition that she wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's an avid reader. We love that. Yeah. That's me trying to decide if I'm going to get the new covers of the Throne of Glass books. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't like what they did to the Quartz books. I didn't like those covers. So I'm glad I have like the other ones. But Okay, I have to read those. I have the first one on Audible because my best friends are like, you need to read this <laughs> now, yesterday, <laughs> 10 years ago. And I'm like, okay. Awesome. And I still haven't gotten into it. Yeah. So my apologies. <laughs> I feel like this story is so good but people are turning it into like oh it's all about fairy porn and like yes it got changed <laughs> to a, it used to be young adult books and now they're not um mm. for very obvious reasons once you start reading it but like the actual story behind that is I think really good but I yeah. feel like that's like I'm like I just get mad because I'm such like I read him and like I think they're so good but people are like it's smut and I'm like listen it's in there but it's not that's not what it's about it's in there but there are definitely things that don't have plot and just have plot and that's not one of them also like to defend a little bit of 
smuttiness. Like I was an English major, but I was more of a poetry guy. And I had this professor in college who his wife would audit the classes with us. Um, he was just like really old, very sweet guy, but he he was, he had a tendency to cry during poems. And then also we would read like romantic, the romantics, uh, poetry. And every time it got any sort of suggestive, he would just make eyes at his wife. And we were all just like, <laughs> we're sitting here. Uncomfortable. So, yeah. If those, those are classics and they're, and they're smutty as hell. So like. That's hilarious. It's fine. Okay, you know the Colleen Hoover yeah. books. I got, I got bamboozled because, you know, the way they're marketed, the titles. I'm like, this is going to be profound, deep. <laughs> it's going to be something about something super interesting. Maybe I don't know. And then I'm on an airplane and I'm listening to this in my earbuds, and all of a sudden. We're hearing all these things about things. <laughs> and I'm like, I am so sorry for like blushing. Like, you have yeah. no idea what I am listening to. And I'm supposed to fall asleep to this. How am I going to fall asleep to this? It's a cold shower. So, love it, but woo, it's spicy. All right, so yeah, we kind of actually already talked about this. Um, I was really glad to hear the like discussion of genres because I was very interested in that as well. Because I do know there's a lot of fantasy fans um so i guess i can just kind of move past that question because i think we kind of addressed it but um the big thing i'm very curious about because nikki you have a book club um operation happiness has a book club um sarah does don't clock out have a book club not yet but maybe we'll we'll work on that because it seems like a fun way to connect and um we have these weekly support Mm. groups And we're trying to find ways to get folks more engaged and just have more of a resource. So honestly, I might ask about it in our next support group on Thursday to see if anyone's interested in branching off and having a support, uh, not a support group, uh, a book club. Yeah, That could be an extension of the support Mm -hmm. groups. We'll see. If you're listening and you're part of the support groups, hi, this might happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm just curious, like what makes um, a book club like so special? to you I just think like for so mine is like very informal it's pretty casual um I have like a discord and I have a bunch of different like um I don't know what they're called but like folders on discord where there's like different areas to talk about different things so and then I usually pick like one romance and one fantasy book a month for everyone to read and then we all just talk about it but it's more of just a place for like people to put like their book recommendations and like to talk to other people about certain books. Um, and it's just kind of like a nice little tiny community that like, I just like love talking to them. And like, it's nice, like connecting with people that like the same books as you and getting recommendations. And then like, you know, a lot of times like people re- be reading something, but like none of their friends in real life read any of this. So like something crazy will happen yeah. in like Zodiac Academy book four and then like people hop on the discord and they're like oh my god I just finished uh Shadow Princess and then everyone just like comes on they're like yeah wasn't that Uh ending crazy and like everyone's just going back and forth so for that reason like it's just like it's just it's very informal but it's really fun and like it's a cute little community that has like a really special place in my heart it's nice I love that yeah I have yet to join a book club because I feel like I would not keep up i love that and i want to join carly you should and i know operation happy nurse too they uh brenna um one of the members she will 
interview the author sometime, which is super cool. Yeah. Like on lives and whatnot. Oh, that's so cool. I like that's I yeah, I'm always like, I'm gonna talk to these people. Like, where did like what pick your brain? Like, how do you get these ideas? Because for our fan fiction homies, I'm just gonna call myself out right now. Um <laughs> I'm always like, I wanna write something. Like I have so many ideas when I first read Harry Potter and I went into that universe. I was like, this is what I need to do. I need to like make up my own because I have all these ideas. And yeah. um and then like Lord of the Rings and all these things. <laughs> Granted, they're like romance, so we it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I, I just want to know, like, where do you get these ideas? Because some of them and like the plot lines for some of these authors is so amazing. I'm just so like, wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. Jealous. Yeah. Especially when things come back from like so many books earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you, you what, read webtoons? I've heard of that. I I do not. My sister actually does that, though. She read, She reads them. Are they like videos, too? like comics yes so like there's one that's really popular it's like the most popular it's laura olympus but i really like it it's really cute <laughs> oh that's cool. on my tbr yeah i used to read um it's not it's not fan fiction but it like felt like it probably because it's uh have you ever seen that like barnes and noble they'll have like star wars books that are like the extended whatever universe when i was a little kid those are my jam and the first first time I had friends over in high school, I like hid them in my closet. <laughs> I was like, I don't want people to think I'm a nerd. Um, and then I went over to my my he's my best friend Chris. Uh, I went over to his house, uh, and he had a, a whole shelf full of like the same books. And I was like, yes, <laughs> my people. <laughs> so, Friendship level evolved. Yeah. Oh my god, it was the, it was so relieving. But <laughs> you felt seen and heard in that moment. <laughs> Yeah, me and my older sister, my older sister is a nuts Harry Potter fan. So we would do the, like, play pretend and uh, kind of make up our own stories. And it's such, it's a great universe to make up mm-hmm. shit in. It's very fun. My my uncle would, would give me his books. And I was like eight or nine reading the Da Vinci Code <laughs> series. Oh my God. Like, I was reading, like, just the, like, thickest yeah wildest books like murder mysteries all the things and I loved that as a kid but I definitely was reading things that maybe I should (laughs) made me really love words my dad had these really high hopes for me because he'd buy me like Stephen Hawking's books or whatever when I was like 10 or 11 and I'd like pretend to read them but not absorb anything (laughs) just like over my head (laughs) sorry (laughs) I am skimming through all of this. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you think I am. Yeah. I really like the idea of the like live reaction in the Discord. Um, that's really cool like, when you can kind of share the experience together. Because my, my mom's been in a book yeah. club for, I think, like two decades now. Um, but they like meet as uh, boomers and Gen Xers do, not online. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't really get to experience <laughs> the books together. <laughs> but uh yeah that's so cute though yeah i love that i gotta join a book club because i've been told the biggest advantage of a book club is that that it forces you to read because you're like well i can't show up and not have it read (laughs) to whatever the meeting (laughs) is (laughs) but if you have no shame that's true (laughs) spark notes (laughs) but that kind of ties into my i think we can tackle one more question here um because so you're pretty popular on Book Talk, that's what's been explained to me. Um, 
And I think something else I've seen on TikTok as well is people who used to be like avid readers kind of lamenting the fact that they've like fallen away from reading um, or like have trouble reading now. Um, Why do we Mm -hmm. think that is? I think um, definitely like social media and like the, especially TikTok Mm. has like destroyed a lot of people's like attention spans, (laughs) including myself. Yeah. Like that, like max, like one minute video, like, you know, just scroll, 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 scroll. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I think a lot of people just like fall out of it. And then like, it's easy to like, forget how like fun it could be, especially like I didn't read it all in college or in nursing school. Like, not at all. And then, you know, after nursing school and I like was a nurse and my friend Chaffee was reading and she was trying to get me into it. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm still burnt out from school. And then I like picked up one book and it was like all over from there. It was a complete downward spiral from there. So I think like a lot of it, a lot of people just never pick it up for fun <laughs> and they just kind of associate it with like school and work. And then, um, once you kind of, even if like you're in a slump, once you get back into it, it's like really easy to just get back into it cool yeah I agree I actually had a book funk I'll call it last year Uh, I think I just was like post-COVID brain was not working I was just stressed out and so I actually was just like Netflixing and being outside a lot which I guess is good but not really just sitting inside and reading and so I read this I guess it's called a quartet, four book series, um, big books, but <laughs> I loved it by John Gwynn, their fantasy to no one's surprise. They're probably on my shelf somewhere. Um, but they got me back into reading cause I just fell in love with the story. And then those books had a sequel and I just like, didn't stop. And so now I'm back, thank God. And, um, my reading phase. And so I decided though this year, so I don't get burnt out again, I'm just going to try to stick with, um, single story books and not you know get into the trilogies and everything unless one comes out of a book series I already read because you probably know for someone that reads fantasy I'll get into like the third book and then realize I don't like this at all and there's eight of them or (laughs) you know it goes like this throughout the series and it's hard to keep track and so I'm I just I was like let's just do like one book at a time you don't have to get into a whole universe so we'll see yeah (laughs) that's my goal (laughs) I used to just reread all of my old favorites and I would just not read anything new. (laughs) And that's definitely a problem for me. I'll just keep rereading the same thing over and over again. Um, But nursing school definitely made me hate reading for a little bit because I was tired of reading the same stuff over and over again. Um, But I want to get back into it. It's actually one of the um, we spoke with Jesse Catches. It was either last week or the week before. And he asked us to think of like five wellness, um, like to be intentional about five wellness practices in our day to day. And I decided to do three. And one was to drink more water. (laughs) One was to be brave enough to listen to my own voice on this podcast because I have trouble with that. And number three was to actually read a full book. And I feel like Audible is cheating for me. So that memoir that I read wasn't enough but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna read a full book again <laughs> you and me both yeah I feel very strongly that audiobooks count yeah I think so too they count it's hard okay <laughs> yeah that's why I don't do it <laughs> yeah I really do think they count too because it's like it's it's still like a long form 
uh, process of like getting the story into you. So it's not like, I think you might be pushing it to say like a movie adaptation counts, but like the audiobooks definitely count. <laughs> so also adaptations are sometimes terrible. So <laughs> yeah, don't get me into that. Even if they're terrible, I still kind of love it. I like, I still kind of love like the idea of like the stories coming oh, yeah. to life, even if they suck. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? I do too. I just get so picky. I'm so annoying. Yeah. yeah. I really like the like book to TV show adaptations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Book to TV show works better in my opinion. Yes, Nikki. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Although actually I haven't read the Game of Thrones books, but like, I feel like they did a pretty good job according to people who have. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. I know. I was like, I got yeah. the story. I'm good on that one. That looks like a lot of books to start reading. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if anybody's read it. Maybe Nikki. I don't know if you've, but The Magicians, that book that came out with like a, they had a series as well for those series. It's a trilogy. Um, magic, to no one's surprise. And <laughs> I, they like changed some things around. And I told my sister, I like, would text her all angry, like, who is this girl supposed to be? They literally changed her whole entire name, but that's who she's supposed to be. And she's like, oh my God, you snob. Like, don't watch it then. I'm like, I know, I can't because that's so annoying. <laughs> and yeah, there's a couple the Netflix came out with that I, I'm like, I try so hard because I want to see it come to life. And it's everything that my brain yeah. has imagined. And yeah. then, like that's not what he's supposed to look like <laughs> like why am yeah. I annoying I can't do it yeah. <laughs> I really like the shadow and bone and six of crows adaptation yeah see I yeah, tried Nikki good. I tried that I couldn't get into it I don't know hmm. why but I did the acting was really good I will say that but I need to rewatch it and reread the books but that's another one where the universe is so big and it just keeps expanding yeah. I like yeah. the six of crows more than the other trilogy yeah. oh yeah me too did y'all see Station Eleven? What is that? No. Station Eleven? No. It's really, really good. I didn't read the book, but I'm pretty sure it was an adaptation of a book. And it's kind of similar to The Last of Us almost, where there's just like oh, a big but no zombies. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. No no zombies. Just like everyone gets sick and just dies. But those who didn't get sick have to kind of survive without. Yeah. And so instead of zombies, it's more so navigating humans um, being terrible. Okay. So I feel like that's even more soul crushing, <laughs> but in the best way. No, it's actually really, it's a beautiful story and very beautifully shot as well and excellent acting. Yeah. So I would say. Thank you. Joe, you could definitely watch that without being okay. disturbed cool. by. That sounds great. Yeah. I just I, I it's literally <laughs> yes. the biting part with zombies. <laughs> like that. I just can't do that. That that's that, that skews me out too much. But okay. Um, what is your goal for this year regarding books? Do you have a certain number you want to finish by the end? Are you trying to read a certain trilogy or whatever? Where are you at, girl? So my goal for the year is fifty books. Um, my goal for last year was 50 books and I read like 102. So I'm trying to just keep it a little conservative oh. this year because I think I spiraled a little too much last year and I want to be more like healthy about it. So 50 <laughs> is my goal. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I, I'm the opposite. <laughs> like I have a big goal and last year I, so my problem is I read big books like all of the fantasy books I read or 
like 800 pages. And so Mm -hmm. I don't read that many books, but I'm reading a lot of content. And so I get so mad because I'm like, it looks like I didn't read that much, but I swear I did. (laughs) And um, so I'm, I'm in competition with myself and nobody else. And so I also have a goal of 50 on Goodreads. We should all be friends on Goodreads, everybody. Yes. Um, but yeah, I love that. hundred and t- I can't get over that. That's ridiculous. I'm so proud of you. Well, I saw you read you read 10 in January, right? I your TikTok yeah. about 10 in January. And I was just, I haven't read, I haven't read 10 books in three years. <laughs> like, oh my God. Same. Oh. Joe and I, our goal is one. Start small. Year, so we got it (laughs) okay i thought a fun wrap-up we could all have uh is if you have any personal must reads or at least a strong recommendation for a book for our listeners just uh it doesn't have to be your favorite all time but just something that comes to mind i'm gonna just keep pushing everyone towards zodiac academy um I think Mm -hmm. everyone on TikTok is sick of seeing it but it seriously is just like so incredible the world building is really really good um they're all on Kindle Unlimited so if you have Kindle Unlimited the whole like nine book series is free so wow but yeah I just love it I think it's my favorite is it Faye or are they humans because this is very important to me so they are Faye, but it's a little different than um, like other Faye books where they are Faye, but then they all have different order forms. So like there's like dragons, vampires, werewolves, like literally everything. Um, it's kind of like a adult Harry Potter in the sense where they're like in college and like there's different houses and they're separated by like um, like fire, air, water earth like the different signs and you have you can have like multiple like elemental powers then you also have like your order forms and it's basically like these two twins that get like ripped from the human world into this like fey world and they find out this is not like a spoiler but they find out that like they actually like are supposed to be like the princesses of this world but they were like kidnapped at birth into the human world so now it's like them trying to navigate like being new to this world and like they're technically like you know supposed to be the queens um but it's just it's really 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 (laughs) i'm obsessed with it like i want to reread it but i shouldn't because they're like 800 pages in my books but (laughs) wow oh okay maybe that's like an end of the year thing if i feel good again but that (laughs) that sounds that's like right on par for me you've convinced convinced me i want to try it (laughs) (laughs) all right carly do you have a a favorite yes um so where is it before i forget um oh the city of brass i'll show you it because i'm annoyed oh Um, yeah yep this trilogy is like the best thing ever there's three books it's actually not young adult so i'm proud of myself Um, (laughs) normal fantasy it i just i honestly can't even describe it but it's like set in egypt but there's magic, there's romance, the world building is amazing. And I fell in love with every character. And I'd like it because it's kind of romance wise, it's like a slow burn. So it's not very cheesy where you're like, oh, this is so predictable. Like, oh, that, there's a love interest. It's page two. So I like that for me. Um, but yeah, I, I love them. There's three books and they're like pretty long. I'm adding it to the TBR. Yeah, girl. So good. So good. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with. Um the 
memoir I read, the Jeanette yeah, McCurdy. That's um, a good one. I'm glad my mom died. It was really good. So if you're looking for something quick and easy and funny, but also bittersweet, um, pretty cool. good. Okay. I want to, I want to read it all that to my list too. Yeah. Mine will be another memoir that uh, Bridget actually got me. Uh, it's called uh, A Walk in the Woods. It's uh, this old guy decided to do the Appalachian Trail just on a whim. And he like he recruited a friend to do it with him, and he writes about the 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 trip. And he's like a very grumpy dude, <laughs> so it's super funny just him complaining about like everything. On the- <laughs> it ends up being very fun. So that's I love yeah. that. That sounds really yeah. cute. By Bill Bryson, I think is the guy's name. And then I'll do a yeah. quick pitch for Bridget's favorite book is Red, White, and Royal Blue. That's the one she has three copies of. Oh, I love that book. Oh, you love it? Good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's her favorite. <laughs> so <laughs> she uh, she went to some event the uh, the author had in Brooklyn, and yeah, she's like a huge huge fan. So we have three copies in our bookshelf. People can <laughs> borrow if they're in Brooklyn. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for this this is a really fun episode this is actually i think this is one of our more fun ones um (laughs) i agree yeah thank you to our listeners as well uh for joining us for another ask a nurse as always reach out to me and let me know uh what you think or what you want to know on these episodes that's what they're that's what they're for for me to ask your questions um and it's how this one actually came about so i guess that's it so long for now everybody thank you again thank you so much thank you nikki go follow her yes (laughs) (laughs) thank you this is so much fun we will put nikki's at in the description thank you nikki cool thank you everyone bye